This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpackedalloneword.com. Welcome to Spirituality Unpacked. I am Laura Bungars, and it is good to be here again in this final podcast before Christmas. Um, So today we're talking about chapter eight in my book, The Emotional Truth. Um, And this one is about trauma and then ultimately healing that trauma and that pain uh, that comes with it. So I admit that I don't spend a whole lot of time Uh, talking about major trauma and how to heal it. Um, The majority of the um, focus that I have is on what to do with it after the fact. Um, And when I say after, I mean 5 and 10 and 15 years later. Um, Usually when I refer to pain and trauma, um, I'm referring to things that happened in childhood, Um, So some of this stuff is 20 and 30 and 40 years old, um, and we're still hanging on to it, or at least we're still hanging on to the after effects of it. We're hanging on to all of the things that were created by it, all of the habits, all of the beliefs, all of the behaviors, all of the patterns that we have. Um, Those are the things, the patterns that we hold on to, Um, the things that were created by the trauma that we experienced somewhere in our childhood. But trauma obviously can happen anywhere in our lives. It doesn't necessarily have to be only in childhood. Um, It's just that often when things happen as adults, uh, we have an easier time managing them. We're more easily able to understand what happened Um, and process it differently. Um, The adult mind has um, a larger capability than a a small child would have. Um, So those kinds of things make a difference. That said, once we've lived and relived a trauma a couple hundred times, as I like to say, um, there is a point at which we need to move on from it. It doesn't matter what the trauma is, and um, we're not gonna we're not gonna go down that path. But the idea is, what do we do with it? We've relived it a couple hundred times. Maybe we're still in blame and guilt. We've rehashed it in our brain over and over and over and over again. We've made up many, 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 many stories about what happened and why it happened. We've gone over it and over it and over it in our minds. And we're still projecting that pain. We're still projecting the blame. We're creating habits and patterns from it now. And we're in a place where it's time to let it go. So the question is, now what? Right? Now the timing of that is going to be different for absolutely everybody. Okay? Um, My general theory is that five, ten years after something happens, it's probably a good time to start to let it go. Um, 
but we're talking years. We're not talking months. We're not talking weeks. We're not talking days. We're talking years, right? Um, and so that time frame will be slightly different for everybody. Everybody processes things differently. And sometimes, you know what? We don't deal with it right away at all. Like we block it out almost entirely. Um, and so that's a thing too, right? And that's something we need to be aware of as well. Um, so, okay, what do we do with it? Once we've been reliving it in our brains, we, we went down the rabbit hole. We started telling the stories about it. Um, we did blame, we did pain, we did trauma, we did all the things and we're telling the story. Now what? So the first step is really to get out of telling the story, to stop telling the story. The problem with the story that the mind makes up is that it's usually not true and it's based on a victimized sort of way of seeing things. It's based on an idea that says, you hurt me and it's your fault I feel this way. And it's based on this wounded idea that the ego has that says the poor me. And so the story that gets made up by the mind is one of defending the ego. And so what we want to do is drop that. That's kind of the first step. We need to drop that. And the reason we need to drop that is because it is victimized and wounded. And the truth is that even when trauma occurs, even when bad things, quote unquote, bad things happen, we aren't victims. We aren't victims of those things. Now, it takes a long time to be able to look at something horrible and say, I'm not a victim of that. That doesn't come overnight. That, that doesn't happen right away. That's not a fast process. But somewhere in the process, somewhere down the road, we need to get to that place where we're able to look back at that thing that happened and say, I'm not a victim of it. And it taught you something about yourself. It taught you something about who you are, what you believe, what you think. It, it taught you something. And at first, it taught you that you were a victim. At first, it taught you how to feel pain. At first, it taught you bad habits. It taught you bad ideas. It taught you, it taught you crazy stuff. But down the road, it doesn't have to teach you those things anymore. When you can come to a place where you're no longer a victim of the events and circumstances of your life, then you're able to actually look at what happened and say, okay, I'm not a victim of this. It happened to show me something about myself, something that I needed to learn about myself, right? And so we don't have to go very far online or in spiritual circles to find people that say, I shouldn't have to learn how to be tough. I shouldn't have to learn how to be able to come back from all of this stuff. I shouldn't have to have those experience, those experiences that make that happen. But here's the thing, that's also a victimized thought pattern. It still says, I'm a victim of my life. It still says that. It's still telling you that you're a victim of what happened. And you're not a victim of what happened. Ever, ever, ever at all. You're not a victim of what's occurred. So, when you can get out of that, and you can recognize that you 
had that experience in order to be able to learn something about yourself, to learn about your own power. And I know that that's a really crappy way to learn about your own power, but you're learning about your own power. And that's a good thing. To understand that you have that power within you, to see something awful that happened to you in a way that no longer victimizes you is huge. To be able to get to there, that's a massive jump that most people never make. So give yourself credit for that because that's a big deal. Right? Give yourself credit there. That's a big deal. If you can get past the victimization and say, look at the power this gave me, look how strong I am, and be proud of yourself instead of victimized by it and say, I shouldn't have had to do that in the first place. Be proud of yourself for being able to get there. Then you're using it to help you instead of using it to continue to harm you. So then the next phase, once we've decided to get out of the blame, uh, out of the victimized mentality, now we have to deal with the blame and guilt that comes with it. That's kind of the next step in the process, right? So we're no longer victimized by it. We've accepted that we found that we, we found a lot of power and strength within ourselves that maybe we weren't willing to acknowledge yet. We've taken the victimization out of it. So we're no longer saying I shouldn't have had to go through that. I shouldn't have had to do that. That was kind of thought processes. So that story goes away. But we still have blame and guilt. And blame and guilt, I I never talk about forgiveness because forgiveness is something that takes a really long time. It's a really big jump to make. And for most people, they can't get there right away. It doesn't happen immediately. There's a process that we have to go through. And the first step in forgiveness is actually releasing the blame and the guilt. And even if that's as far as you get, you're still okay. Even if you never get past just releasing blame and guilt, it's enough because what it does is it allows you to take your power back. It puts your power back where it belongs, which is inside of you. It takes the power away from the other person or whoever was involved in it, in what happened to you, okay? So we allow that to go away. We remove blame and guilt. So what blame says is it's your fault I feel this way. It's your fault this happened to me. If you hadn't done that thing, I wouldn't feel like this, right? So now think about this, right? Rationally, logically, just put your, put your brain on and think for a second and go, is the person that did that thing five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years ago, responsible for how I feel today. Because that's what blame says. Blame says, you're responsible for how I feel. I conjured up the memory 30 years later, and it made me feel like crap. And it's your fault I feel like crap 30 years later. That's not true. The memory at that point is yours. And how it makes you feel at that point is also yours. And it has nothing to do with the other person. By putting it on the other person, 
you're still not taking responsibility for it. You haven't yet decided to own how you feel about what happened to you. This is how I feel. You know, I'm hurt. I'm pissed off. I'm upset. I'm whatever, right? Own that emotion. It's okay that you feel that way. There's nothing wrong with it. Those aren't bad emotions. They show you what you want and what you don't want. Emotion is not the villain. There's nothing wrong with emotion. It just is. You feel how you feel. Cool. Okay, so feel it. And then own it because it's yours. It's not the responsibility of the other person from 30 years ago. It's yours. The memory at that point is also yours. And the thing with memory is it's still attached to the story you told yourself about what happened to you. And that story is probably victimized. This person did this thing to me and the ego is defending itself. So if we can drop the story around that we've created around the memory, then we have the ability to look at that memory and we can say, what's true? Because that's what I always do, right? I look for truth. What's true? What's the truth in what actually happened? This person did a thing to me, probably against my will. It hurt me. All of that is true, right? I did not have control over that situation. That thing happened. Okay. That's all that's true. So now, now you get to own the feelings that you have about what happened. And the job here is just accepting what is. It happened. The end. And as we accept what is, and as we own how we feel, or what was, as we accept that, and as we own how we feel, then we can allow ourselves to release the blame and the guilt, right? So what's interesting and what happens, especially when, when things happen to us as children, children don't process those things really well, and so they think they did something wrong. Often children feel a lot of guilt around things that happen to them. Let that little kid, if that's true for you, let that little kid off the hook. The little kid was five, six, seven, eight, nine, whatever years old. Little kid didn't, couldn't do any better than what that little kid did. And it's not the little kid's fault those things happened. So don't shoulda, coulda, woulda your, your five-year-old self. Let your, let your childhood self off the hook. You, the child version of you was just doing the best they could as a child. And you wouldn't expect a child to do any better than what you did. You wouldn't expect another child, if some other child came up to you and told you the exact same story about what happened, you wouldn't blame them for anything. You would take it right off of them 
And I want you to do the same thing for yourself. As adults, when things happen to us as adults, what we often want to do is say, well, if I just hadn't been there, if I had have gone and done this other thing that I was planning to do instead, or if I had just called a cab, or if I had just done blah, 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 right, then the thing wouldn't have happened. And so what we want to do with that is we just want to say, you know what? We did a thing, and a thing happened, and it was out of our control. These sorts of events are events that we don't control. We don't ask for them, and they happen to us. We don't ask for them consciously, but they happen. And we're not in control of them. And so we simply have to accept them as what they are. They are designed to teach. They are designed to show us something about ourselves. And they're showing you the power that you have within you. And they're also showing you what your mind does to you when things happen. Because your mind is making up that story. Your mind is lying to you to try to protect you. Your mind is lying to you. So when you recognize that, and you can drop the story, begin to accept that this just is, it happened, it was a thing, done. Then you start to take your power back, you start to own how you feel, you put your power where it belongs, with, which is inside of you. Your power isn't out there. It's not in somebody else. So when we blame somebody else for how we feel, we're giving them our power every single time. It doesn't matter how big or small the thing was that they did. We're giving them our power every time we decide it's somebody else's fault that we feel a certain way. Every single time we're giving them our power. And we don't have to do that. It doesn't have to work like that. It doesn't have to be that way. We can decide to own how we feel at any point in the process. It's okay to have an opinion around what somebody else does or doesn't do. And it's okay to decide that you don't like what they're doing or not doing. But then are you going to let, let it wreck things for you? Are you going to give them the power to control how you feel by what they're doing or not doing? You have to decide where your power is. Is your power in other people? They get to control how you feel by what they do and don't do? Or is your power within you and you decide how you feel, right? So when that memory comes up, you get to decide what to do with it. You have a choice. The memory was triggered, okay, now what? What are you gonna do with it? Are you going to allow it to wreck the next five hours of your life? Or are you going to say, you know what? This is just an image. It's just a video in my head. 
it's not happening right now. I'm perfectly fine. I don't have to give my power to it. I don't have to let it bother me or affect me in that way. I have control over how I feel. And I get to choose to respond to this memory or not. Because one of the things that happens, one of the things your minds will do to you, is bring that memory up to keep you stuck because it knows you react to that memory. And so it'll keep replaying it for you because you'll keep responding to it. So it keeps giving it back to you. Because it'll keep you in pain. It'll keep you stuck. It'll keep you where you are. And so it keeps feeding it to you. And when you stop responding, it stops feeding that memory to you. But the trick is you have to stop responding to it. You have to decide that your power is in the present moment, not in something that happened years ago. When we remove the blame and the guilt, so blame is just guilt projected onto somebody else. Guilt says, it's my fault this thing happened, so now I'm taking responsibility for something I didn't even have control over and could do nothing about in the moment. But I'm going to own that and feel guilty for it. I coulda, woulda, shoulda. And we do this not only to our adult selves, but we do it to our child self. We do it constantly. We feel guilty for things. And what I keep saying all the time is you did the best you could with what you had in that moment and that was good enough. You did the best you could even when the best you could do sucked. And that doesn't mean you go around being an a-hole, right? It's not about that. Because that's the victimized trauma response that people have. That's the ego talking right there that says, oh, that means I just get to go around and be a bee all the time. Nope, that's not what I said. What I said was that in any given moment, you have the choice of what to do. And whatever your choice is, is the best choice that you could have made in that moment from where you were at the time. And that each and every person, regardless of how good or bad their actions are, are simply doing the best they can in any given moment. And often, for the majority of people, those actions project pain. Those actions come from pain. They come from trauma. They're not making choices from a more healed state. And we're not here to be completely healed. That's not the goal, right? That's not the point. But the more we begin to heal that pain, the more work we do, and every single one of you listening to this is somewhere on that journey, the more we're healing that pain, the less we're projecting it. And that means we're able to do better in a given moment. Right?
there are points in my life where if I could go back and do it again, I would do it completely differently now. But I'm not the same human being that I was then. And I also recognize the value of the crap that I did back then. There was value in those crap decisions that I made because they taught me things. And I'm no longer victimized by them. They no longer bother me. I don't feel guilty about them. I dealt with that. So now when I look back on those crap decisions that I made, I can admit they're crap, yeah. But I can also see that they led me down a path that allowed me to understand myself and what was going on. I also see how I was making those decisions and doing those things from pain. And I can allow that to be okay. So I ended up letting myself off the hook because I understood the pain that I was in at the time that would have caused me to make decisions like the ones that I did. And that's what I want you to see for yourself. Your power comes in letting yourself off the hook and saying, Yep, those were crap choices. Those were crap things that I did. But I understand that I did them from pain. I'm no longer in that pain. And I can accept those old choices that I made and those old things that I did. That's where we're going. That's where you're trying to get to. Right? And I didn't mention the F word. I never said anything about forgiveness. Right? I just said let yourself off the hook. Let other people off the hook. The way you let other people off the hook is by owning how you feel. The way you let yourself off the hook is by just accepting that you were in pain and you made crap choices and you did dumb stuff. That's it. That's how you own it. You stop arguing with what is. You stop saying, this thing shouldn't happen to me. Okay, it happened. Get over it. <laughs> it happened. Now what? What are you going to do with it? Right? What are you going to do with it? Are you going to blame and project and be victimized and guilty for the rest of your life? Or are you going to say, you know what? I'm going to take responsibility for this stuff and I'm going to own it. Right? What are you doing with it? That's the question. And that's the question I want you to continue to ask yourself. What are you doing? What's the truth? What are you doing with those crap choices, the pain you experienced, the trauma you went through? What are you doing with it? And my suggestion is, is if you're digging yourself out of a hole right now, and there's, you're thinking that, well, there's 5,000 things I need to deal with. <laughs> Start with the thing that's farthest away from you and work up. 
Start with those things that happened when you were little that you didn't have control over and work your way forward in your life up to present moment or as close as you can get. Start at the bottom and work backwards because the stuff that's closest to you is going to have the most trigger. It's going to be the freshest. The stuff that's farthest away is going to be easier for you to manage. Okay. So those are my suggestions. You have to remove blame and guilt. You let people off the hook. You accept things for what they are, what happened. It's a thing. It happened. Yep. Okay. And now what? Find the truth. Release the victimization. And then you're okay. You don't have to get to forgiveness. I don't even talk about forgiveness. We don't go there. I don't, we don't have those conversations. I just want you to let yourself and other people off the hook. And that means releasing blame and guilt and just taking responsibility for how you feel. And taking out the victimized part. And that's it. That's it. And if you can do that, you're going to be fine. That allows you to move forward. And then can you get to forgiveness? Sure. From there you can. From there, that's an easy hop, skip, and a leap. That's not a bad thing. But you got to get to there first. And that's the hard part. That's where the challenge is. That's the most difficult part of the whole conversation is right there. So that is a wrap for today, I think. I want to thank you so much for uh, listening and hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you're listening to this as I do them, um, the next one will not be until January 3rd. Um, so if you're celebrating, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, um, Happy New Year to everybody. And I will see you in 2022. Take care. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks so much for listening.